Okay, today's daf is Chagiga daf Tes Zayin. We left off toward the bottom of daf Tes Vav and Beis. Today's year and every year throughout the course of this week is sponsored by Jeremy Herskowitz. Uh, for his grandfather, Mr. Sidney Gettenberg, Yisrael ben Shmuel, the, uh, Ms., uh, Mr. Gettenberg should have a refor shalema, and we thank Jeremy very much for the sponsorship. We are holding on Daf Tezvav and based toward the bottom of the page, for, uh, through, through Amr Aleph until the Mishnah at the bottom of the page, we're going to d- continue to discuss things that are somewhat beyond us, things that are a little bit in the upper realms. We're going to talk about uh, the, uh, the the idea of what, what, in what ways man is doma lemalach is like a malach is is like a malach in what ways man is like a behema. We're going to talk about how Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want us to think about mashalifnim. He doesn't want us to think about what came before this world and what the definition of a person who's not chash al kvod kono is, as well as three things that a person is not supposed to be mistakalat. The person is not supposed to gaze at. And then the Mishnah on the bottom of Amalaf is going to record the machlokas between several tanah and several other Tanayim about whether we do smicha on Karbonos of Yom Tov. And uh, the Anaman Beis, the Gemara is going to, once we're talking about these Tanayim, the, these groups of Tanayim, one of these Tanayim comes up in another story in Mesechus Makos, where he killed an Eidzomim in, uh, in an unjustified way, in a way that wasn't justified by Halacha, and therefore he took certain Kabbalists on himself. And then the Gemara tells us about uh, one of the Tanayim mentioned in the Mishnah who was replaced by Shammah, Shammai's predecessor and whatever happened to Shammai's predecessor because he's not nearly as famous a name as Shammai is and then at the end the Gemara is going to discuss the Indian of Smicha whether Smicha is done because Chocho uh, whether Nashim are Somchos Roshos whether women are allowed to be Somech and uh, how those two Machloksim relate to each other so let us begin Three lines from the bottom on Daf Tez Vav Amidbeis Shaul Nimas Hagardias Rabbi Meir Kol Amar Denachas Liyora Salik He said, Do all, "Does all wool that goes into the uh, the pot where you dye wool does it all come out okay? Does it all come out looking nice?" Amale and what he was really asking him, as Rashi points out, Kol Tzemer Shenitim Liyora Shal Sabmanim L'Tzva Ol Lo Tzivo Oeno Al Kolomar Kol Alomdim Uvnei Chachamim Ol Len Taras and Lahagin Alein Menachet do people who go and learn in front of the Chachamim, do their, does their Torah protect them from Averos? Amalei said, Kalmanda Venaki Agavime Salik. Kaldala Venaki Agavime Lo Salik. It depends how, how, how clean the wool was when it was still attached to the animal. If the wool was still perfectly clean, then it's going to work out great. If it wasn't so clean, it's not going to work out great. So, what, great. so what's the Nimshal? It says Rashi, Sholnislachlich Begiza Ololotsivo. If while the wool was sheared, the, the dyeing of the wool is going to be fine. Kalomar, Kalshayiras Cheto, Kodemus Lechachma. Also, although, that as long as the yiras chait of the person precedes their uh, their chachma, then it's going to work out fine for the person. Then Rashi quotes a different day, but that's the first pshat in Rashi. Rabbi Akiva Allah b'shalom. Now we were going through the different people that were nichnas lepardes and how it affected them. So the entire daf we did last night uh, was all about acher and how being nichnas lepardes affected acher. But now we're going to discuss Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva Allah b'shalom v'yarad b'shalom. Rabbi 
Akiva went in b'shalom and he came out b'shalom. Valava kasvomer mashcheni acharecha no rutsa. Vav Rabbi Akiva bikshu malachay asharis ladochva. But even Rabbi Akiva, the malachay asharis, wanted to push him aside. Amalam akarush baruch hu nichul zakin zesharoy lishtamish bekvodi. And the rabbanu shalom stopped them. He said that you have to leave Rabbi Akiva alone. He's roy to uh, to be mishtamish bekvodi because he, he respects me properly. My darshi Rashi understands the Gemara is asking how did Rabbi Akiva know to respect the makom hashchina? Where did he know to be careful not to look? How did he know when the shechina was coming that he was able to be careful not to look? The Gemara says four different possible psukim that he knew about that would warn him, that gave him, uh, pro- gave him proper warning in advance of encountering the shechina. Amar Rabbah Barbechana, Amar Yochanan, Kodesh. Os hu shalom. That there is some sort of os, there's some sort of sign when you're about to encounter Kodesh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Avahu Amar, Dagul Mirvava. Dagul Mirvava means Dugmahu Birvava Shalom. Also, some sort of sign. Reishlakish Amar Hashem Tzavakal Shemo, Adonu B'Tzavah Shalom. He is the master of the whole of the whole legion. Rabbi Chia Bar Abba Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Lo Beruach Hashem, Vachar Ruach Rash, Lo Berash Hashem, Vachar Rash Eish, Lo Beish Hashem, Vachar Eish Kol, uh, called Mamadaka Vine Hashem Over. That you can see all of these impressive things, a Ruach and a Rash and an Eish, that's not where Hashem is. Hashem is the called Mamadaka. He is in the, the soft voice that comes at the very end, that comes after all of the fanfare. But is not in the fanfare itself, and there, therefore Rabbi Akiva was forewarned and he knew how to avoid a too direct a, an encounter with the Shechina that would have made him uh, turn out bad, and he managed to avoid it. We say six things about Shadim. In three ways, Shadim are like Malachim, and three ways, Shadim are like man, meaning Shadim are some sort of combination or some sort of in, some sort of in between type of Bria between Malachim and man. They share three qualities with Malachim Asharis in that. They have wings like Malachim Asharis, and they travel from one end of the world to the other, like the and they also know the future, like Malachi Asharis. They know the future? Why would they know the future? Well, sometimes they overhear things from Achari Apargod, so they'll know what, what's going to happen based on what they overhear Me Achari Apargod. But it's not that uh, that they know the future. Why is it so surprising that they would know the future? Uh, the Gemara asks, It could be the Gemara is even asking Malachi Asharis that who says Malachi Asharis know the future? I mean, it doesn't say the Malachi Asharis don't necessarily know these things. There's a discussion Tosos and Masach Shabbos where the Malachi Asharis know the Machshavos Belevish, where the Malachi Asharis know the Machshavos in a, in a person's heart, because the Gemara in Shabbos says that Malachi Asharis are in Mavinim Belashon Arami, that they don't understand Lashon Arami. So Tulsus asks the question, what do you mean? They even know Machshavos. How could, if language is just the expression of a person's thoughts, uh, how could you say Malachi Asharis don't know the language of Arami that comes out of a person's mouth? It has to be formulated in thought first, and they already know your Machshavos. So how could it be that they don't know a lot of the Archonim of the Rabbi Yaakov says, who says they know people's thoughts? They don't know some people's thoughts. Well, who says the Malachi Asharis have any such idea about people's thoughts? In fact, when uh, the Malachi Asharis met Avram Avinu, they said, where is your wife Sarif? They would know where people, what people's thoughts are. They would know to read Avram's mind. That's where that Sarif is Ba'ohel. Why do they even have to ask Ayesarishtcha? It's a very strange raya to give the Malachi. The Gemara says that they were asking to be Mechav Baila to draw attention to the fact that she was such a Tsunua. 
But that's uh, the raya of Yaakov Emden Ring. It's very interesting raya. But it's a discussion. The Malach is no thought. So maybe it's not so partial. The Malach is no the future either. And just like the Shadim, just like the Malach have to hear Me'achorei Apargod. Ushloshu Kabinei Adam. In three ways, the Shadim are like people. Ochlin Vashosin Kabinei Adam. They eat and drink like people eat and drink. Pardon for Adam Kabinei Adam. They reproduce like people reproduce. Umesim Kabinei Adam. And they die like people die. The Yachronim already point out we've shown him that in, in these three ways the Shadim are also like animals, meaning all of these things are not, not just uh, like people. Animals do all of these things as well. And in fact, there are six things we say about people that three ways that people are similar to and three ways that people are similar to Behema. Three ways people are similar to is Yeshlem Das People have Das like do. And we are able to walk upright like Malachi And we speak Lashna Kodesh like Malachi Ben Yoyada points out it seems out of order, meaning if you're going to go through the person's body in order, the Das is in the brain, the, the Pe that speaks Lashna Kodesh is, is the mouth, is on, is on the face, and the coma that they said becomes a Kufa, that's the spine, that's underneath that. So why, why does it go out of order? So he says that since the Das and the coma are constant in people, whereas uh, speaking Balashna Kodesh is not a constant, it's just when a person speaks Balashna Kodesh, so we go with the constants before we go with that which is less constant. That's why it's uh, speaking Balashna Kodesh comes last. But Shloshikabehema, there are three ways that a person is like a Behema as well. Ochlin Vishosim Kabehema, we eat and we drink like a Behema. Pardon for Ravin Kabehema, we reproduce like a Behema. Umotsi and Rai Kabehema, and we expel waste like a Behema. If someone is mistakal at three things, someone gazes at uh, at four things rather, it's right that he didn't come into the world. So I understand the first three: what's above and what's below and what's behind. That I understand that a person shouldn't uh, shouldn't, shouldn't focus on these things. And it's right. But to think about what happened before this world came, so that's ancient history. What's what's the big deal. Rabbi Yochum, Rabbi Lazar, Dami Tavayu, Mashal Melech, Basar Dami, Sharmala Avadav, Benuli Platrin Gedol, and Ala Ashba. It's like a Melech that tells his Avadim, I want you to build for me a beautiful palace where that garbage dump is. So where the garbage dump is now, I want you to make a beautiful palace. Halchu Vanulo, they go and they build a beautiful palace. He certainly doesn't want that place to be known as the place of the garbage dump. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu had created something before this world, there was something lifnim, there was something before this world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu clearly put it, moved that away and created this world instead. He doesn't want us to discuss what came before. Anyone who doesn't have Rachmanus on the cover of the Ribbon Shalom is right to not have come into the world. Maihi, what's this reference to? Rabbi Amr, what does it mean that someone doesn't have, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't uh, pay attention to the honor of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Rabbi Abba Amar zamestakel b'keshes. It's referring to someone who gazes at a at a rainbow. That someone gazes at a rainbow is not having proper kavod for the for the Ribbon Shalom 
when you gaze at a rainbow. The Abu Dram raises the issue that uh, the rush was asked, how could you be mistakal b'keshes when you make a bracha on the keshes? It's also mistakal b'keshes. It's uh, in of chaos. Your eyes go dim for mistakal b'keshes. So how is someone supposed to make a bracha? The Abu Dram gives the answer. That's a very uh, important answer la halacha, that there's a difference in halacha between histaklus and re'iya. Whenever there's an isra histaklus, histaklus means to look at intently, to gaze with getting pleasure. Whereas re'iya just means to to see something. That's what the Torah writes. That it's also the stakel boharbe. That's what Shulchan Aruch says as well. It's not an isra to see a rainbow. Adrabi, you see a rainbow and you're supposed to say a bracha. The isra is to be mistakel, to gaze at a rainbow. The Chayadim writes in Kal Samach Gimel that uh, he found in Sefer Echad that he doesn't remember the, uh, the, the name of the Sefer that a person should not tell his friend that there's a rainbow. So, uh, you know, look at that. There's a rainbow. Because that's Motzi Diba. The rainbow is not a good sign. It's a sign that Akadosh Baruch Hu thought about create, uh, destroying the world again. So you shouldn't tell somebody else when there's a, when there's a rainbow. Mishabru quotes Allah in some Reish Chavtes, but he uh, changes it a little. He doesn't say there's an Isser to tell you somebody else says, it's ain kedai lahagad lechavero. It's, uh, it's not worth it to tell somebody that there's a rainbow because it's motzi diba. But if you want your friend to be zoch in the bracha on the rainbow, you could be meramez. You could be meramez that there's a rainbow there. In the Sefer Makar Chaim of the Chavis Yari says, that if uh, they, they tell him that there's a, a, a rainbow uh, outside, you don't have a chiyuv to go outside in order to say the bracha. And certainly if uh, you're learning at that time, you don't have to be mafzik milimudo to go say the bracha. And his raya is from a gemara bracha, staffin ches. It says, Lol mishtadal adam loritz liklos malchei Yisrael, sheim yizke yavchen ben malchei Yisrael, malchei of the chavim. The gemara says, a person should always run to greet the malchei Yisrael. And not only malchei Yisrael, I feel malchei Yisrael, you should always go out to greet the, the, the king so that you'll be able to see the difference between the covet given to Malchi Yisrael and the covet given to Malchi of the Chavim. And the Marshav there says that Mitzara Bracha you don't have to run. The Gemara says the only reason you have to run out to see the king is so that you will see the difference. You'll be able to compare the kind of covet given to Malchi Yisrael and Malchi Yisrael. Why don't you have to run out for the Bracha? You have to say a Bracha when you see a king. Elamai, you see that these kinds of Brachas you don't have to run toward. You don't have to go out Dafka to make this Bracha with one exception. And that is Kiddush Levana. Kiddush Levana not viewed as a tshuva. You're in the middle of and all of a sudden the moon comes out, it hasn't been out all month. Should you stop in the middle of Kriya Samagila to run out to do Kiddush Levana? The very premise of the discussion is that when there is a Levana, you go out and you say Kiddush Levana. Why is that difference? Because Kiddush Levana itself is considered like Kabbalah's Pnei Shechina. That's why we stand by Kiddush Levana. That and there are no chairs outside. But that's that's one of the reasons that we stand by Kiddush Levana is because we're, we're uh, we're greeting a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's Kabbalah's Pnei Shechina. So for Kabbalah's Pnei Shechina, we have to run outside. But other than that, for the other brachos, there's no chiyuv necessarily, says the Chavos Yair, to run outside. Rav Yosef Amar over Avera Beseser, that no, who are we referring to? Someone who doesn't pay proper cover to Kodesh Baruch Hu? Someone who doesn't Avera Beseser in private. Mistakal B'Keshes Tuchsev Kemara Asher Yehbatan and B'Yom HaGeshem Kemara Hanoga Saviv Humar Dumus that it compares the Mara Keshes in the clouds, 
like the mar of the Shechina, that the 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 uh, the Dzmusk for Hashem, the mar of the honor of God. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says no, not honoring Hashem relates to doing an avera privately, like Rav Yitzchak says. Dam Rav Yitzchak all over avera b'seiser kildochik ragle Shechina. That anyone who does an avera b'seiser, it's as if he is pushing away the ragle Shechina, as if he's pushing away the feet of the Shechina. Shnemar komar Hashem Hashemayim kisi va'aretz adam ragli. The heavens are Hakadosh Baruch Hu's throne, and the aretz is his footstool. So we're moving Hashem away from his uh, from his footstool. Now uh, the Ben Yoyad explains the aretz is called ragle Shechina as a mashal in a dimyon because it says va'aretz adam ragli, and it's uh, that we know that the the Mishnah Pirkei Avos tells us that the olam stands, the world stands on three things: ha'emes, hadin, va'shalom, and the osios of emes says says uh, the the Ben Yoyada, unbelievably, so the Osios of MS are Rosh, Toch, and Sof of all the Osios in the Aleph Base. It's the first letter, the last letter, and the middle letter of all the letters in the Aleph Base. Seser is a Nutrikun, Shal Sof, Toch, and Rosh. Seser, Samach, Tav, Resh is Sof. Toch and Rosh. So this is a, so it's a remez on the Midas HaEmes. That's what the Gemara says. Kala over Avera B'Seser. Anyone who's pogim in the Midas HaEmes, it's Kilu Dochek Ragle Shechina. Why is someone who's pogim in the Midas HaEmes Dochek Ragle Shechina? Because he is, uh, that's one of the things that the world stands on. The Ragli Shechina is Olamazah, and the Emes is one of the three things that's Mekayim the world. So that's what it means, Kolovar Aver Beseser. Why does it couch in the terminology of Kolovar Aver Beseser? Because what's a fundamental lack of Emes? A person who acts one way publicly and some uh, different way privately. That itself is a lack of Emes to his very core of what he is, that he's, uh, that he, that he's not Tochel Kabaro. So uh, that fundamental lack of Emes in his personality is what's Dochek Ragli. Didn't we learn that if a person sees that his Yetzirah is getting the best of him, what should he do? Go somewhere where they don't recognize you, dress in all black, and do whatever it is that your heart desires, and don't be meaning go somewhere where no one's going to know and you're not going to be a model for anyone to follow, and uh, you're not going to set an example for others, and then you'll do your averos there. So at least it won't be a chilul Hashem. But bottom line is that this is a this is a stira because it sounds like it's better for a person to do averos privately than to do so publicly. Yet we just said that the ultimate lack of covet of a kodesh baruch Hu is to do averos privately. Says Marlokasha. It depends if you're able to overcome yitzar hara or not. If you uh, if if you're able to overcome yitzar hara and you know that. Uh, uh, that that uh, that 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 uh, you you would be able to overcome it. So you go b'seiser, then you're being dochek ragle shchina. But if you can't overcome yitzharah, then better to do the avera b'tzina than to not do the uh, than, than to do the avera b'farhesia. Now Tosus points out that uh, the Rabbeinu Chananel writes in in the end of the first part of Kedushin that when we say that you should go wear black and go somewhere else, the Rabbeinu Chananel writes that chas v'shalom shayimatilas avera. We're not saying that if a person is overcome with yitzharah. Dress in black, go somewhere and do averos. We don't recommend doing averos. We're against averos. We're anti doing averos. Rabbi Nachman says that's not something that we would ever recommend to do averos. He says no. The point is that averos come from a sense of gaiva. 
person should dress in black, go somewhere where no one knows him, where he's an absolute nobody, and then all of a sudden he's not going to have the Yetzar Har to do the Avera anymore. The Yetzar will find that the Yetzar, Yasa Mashalibo Chafetz, because you'll find at that point, Mashalibo Chafetz is no longer the Avera. Mashalibo Chafetz is going to be something other than the Avera. It also just points out that from Aragomar it doesn't sound like that at all. Aragomar sounds like you're doing the Avera Besesa. That's why it's a stira in Aragomar. So Rabbi Nechanan doesn't fit so nicely with Aragomar. His understanding of Yasa Mashalibo Chafetz doesn't Fit very nicely at all with our Gemara. That anyone who looks at three things, his eyes will become dimmed. Someone who looks at a rainbow and a nasi and at the kohanim. That that's the the mara of the kvar Hashem. That he's given some of the hod of Hashem, so he can't be mistakel. Mistakel the Kohanim bismach bismushkayim shayu omdin al duchanan umavarchnes yisrael b'shem amufurash. And mistakel the Kohanim means that when the base mikdash was around and they were omid al duchanan, they were blessing klal yisrael with the shem amufurash. That's what it means that it's uh, that that uh, in of chaos of a person is mistakel at the Kohanim. Tosus points out that mikan kashal Rashi. This is a difficulty in Rashi in the third parak of Masechus Megillah where it says yodav bahakniyos lo yisakap. That if a person has messed up hands, he shouldn't be nosei kapov. And Rashi says because everyone's going to be mistakel, everyone's going to be looking at it. And uh, someone who's mistakel b'kohanim, when he's nosei kapov, his eyes are going to go dim. Says Tosfos Falessa, Demeskinan Dafkov is mentioned by Tzimigish Kayam. Why is Rashi say, Why does Rashi assume that uh, that that uh, that the reason someone who has uh, whose whose hands are messed up cannot be nosei kapov is that people are going to be mistakel, and that's a problem. Says Tosos, according to Argamara, it's not a problem to be mistakel at the hands of the Kohanim once the Beis Hamikdash is no longer there. Being mistakel at the hands of the Kohanim is only when the Beis Hamikdash was around. So Tosos says, that even outside of the Beis Hamikdash, it's also to be mistakel at the hands of the Kohanim because of the concern of Hesachadas that it's going to be distracting for the Am, and therefore they're not going to be able to receive the bracha properly if they are distracted. Distracted when uh, they are mistakel at the hands of the Kohanim, but it's not the issue of the Shechina of Ein of Chaos. We don't have that anymore. It's just an issue of the distraction that's going to be caused by looking at the hands of the Kohanim. Tzvaravram writes that you see from this uh, and tells quotes Yerushalmi to that extent that it's going to be a distraction. He says you see from this Yerushalmi that the mitzvah of Birchus Kohanim we often misunderstand. People assume that that's a mitzvah on the Kohanim, and it's just the Chafzah Shal Mitzvah is the Am that you need an Am to be but it's the Quranim's mitzvah and the Am just needs to be there in order for the Quran to fulfill the mitzvah. Says the Dvar not so in You see from here that the Am has a mitzvah, that they have a mitzvah to be focused on the Brach also, to be misbarech from the Quranim. Otherwise, who cares if they have Hasakadas? They're there, the Quranim are being Mavarech. Does it really matter if they have Hasakadas? Uh, apparently, it does matter that they have Hasakadas. Why? Because it's their mitzvah also. They have a chiv to be Makabel, the Bracha. Now, it is a little bit different in that. Uh, a coming that's called up and uh, doesn't doesn't go and say the bracha is over by a say. Yisrael, even if they call Kohanim to be mivarich and Yisrael 
Yisrael leaves the shul is not over Ba'asei, but still the, the, anyone who's there at the time does have a chiyuv to be misparet. The Tartamima compares it to a woman's role in Puravu. I mean, the Tartamima says that it's not really a chiyuv to be misparet. It's like, he says that it's a partial chiyuv whenever someone else can't do a mitzvah without your role, so then your, your role is a partial mitzvah. Meaning a man has a chiyuv Puravu, a woman doesn't. But a man can't do Puravu if there's no, if there's no woman. So the woman also has a partial role in the mitzvah. The same is true with the Kohanim and the Am. The Kohanim have a mitzvah being mevarich, the Am does not have a mitzvah being misbarich. But the Kohanim have no one to be mevarich if there's not going to be an Am. So it's like a partial role in the, in the, in the, in the mitzvah of the, of the Birchas Kohanim. But it's an interesting discussion about being mistakel bismanazeh. Rashi says that, Rashi apparently holds that it didn't apply even bismanazeh, that it's a of chaos. And Tosa says, no, it's only an issue of, uh, of Hesachadas bismanazeh. The Ran writes uh, both reasons, of Hesachadas and the presence of the Shechina, that uh, we're not going to be me- mechavin karawi and uh, and the presence of the Shechina. So uh, so so this is a major machlokas in the Rishonim. Our minig, of course, is over, not mistakel, but there is uh, our minig is even beyond that. The minig of most people seems to be that even though the Kohanim covered the Kohanim covered their hands so that no one will be mistakel, and then everyone covers their eyes so that they're not going to. But anyway, they're not going to see anything because the, the hands are covered anyway. That's really beyond what the halacha requires. What most people do. I'm told that my Rabbi doesn't cover his eyes. He just stands straight up because uh, the condom stands are covered anyway. So uh, there's no reason there's no, no logical reason to cover the eyes. If Yetzirah tells the person, don't worry, you could do an Avera and Hashem will be Mochel you. Hashem is, uh, is, is always forgiving. Don't believe him. The Ra is always referenced to the Yetzirah. And Aluf means Hashem. Hashem so, so you, you see that if a person uh, it, uh, gets the thought for a moment that Hashem is going to forgive him, so it's okay if he doesn't have error, you should uh, immediately banish any such any such thought. The uh, the the and we say Aluf is a reference of Yotak Baruch Hu. The Ben Yoyada explains that the gematria of the Shem Elokim is Pei Vav. The, uh, the Elokim is the is the Shem of Din. But uh, at the beginning of the Shem Elokim, you also have Shem Kel, the Aluf Lamed. Aluf is a combination of Pei Vav and Aluf Lamed. Kel is the shame of Rachamim. So the Yetzirah is going to tell a person, don't worry about the din. The shame Elohim always, is always preceded, uh, I'm sorry, the, is, is always preceded, yeah, by, by, uh, by the shame Kel. That first you have the shame Kel, the shame of Rachamim, then the shame of Din. So Hashem's Rachamim is overwhelming. Don't worry, you'll have a shame, Hashem's Rachamim. Through the name Aleph that he, that he convinces us, because you have the Aleph Lamed before you have the, uh, the Pei and the Vav, the Vav and the, and, and the Pei. That's, uh, that's how the Yetzirah is going to try to get us. So Shem Tomer me made be lest the person say, okay, but who's going to testify against me about any of this? The stones of his house will uh, will be made against him. That it's a person's own neshama that's going to be made against him. What's something that 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 resides in the chikvah shaladam? That's a reference to the neshama. Rabbi Zreika Omer. 
the two Malachi Asharis that escort him are going to be made against him. Um, and the person's own limbs are going to be made. The Marsha says that these are three types of Eidos that are mentioned in the Gemara, the Neshama, the Malachim, and the Evarim, meaning we, we, he ignores the Avne Beso, the, but the Neshama, the Malachim, and the Evarim relate to three types of Averos. There are Averos of Dibur, Averos of Elos say and Averos that are done of say that are violated B'Shev Yalta say. Averos of Dibur is connected to the Neshama, because the Neshama is the Koach HaDibur. Ve'yifach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim, the Targum is L'Ruach Malala, that he made man into a Medaber. So uh, so you see that's the, the Neshama being made. Uh, the, the end of that Pasuk is, is Shmar Pischei Picha. The end of the Pasuk of, uh, of Mishich Vaschei is Shmar Pischei Picha, that, uh, that that's gonna, the Dibur is going to be what's made. And Averos Losa say, the also are made because a person creates every day malachim based on his actions mm-hmm. and the so the malachim that he created each day are based on uh, on his ma'asim each day so Kodesh Baruch Hu commands those malachim to protect him so and, and for violation of an assay we say because the of a person is supposed to be used for doing mitzvah assay the evarim of a person that have the koach ha'asiyah so that's what's going to be made against him when he doesn't do mitzvah saseh. New Mishnah. Ben Yoezer Omen, the Mishnah is going to discuss doing smicha on karbanos of Yom Tov. Is uh, smicha required on the karbanos of Yom Tov? Ben Yoezer Omer, Shalol Lismoch. Yosef Ben Yochan Omer, Lismoch. We have five different groups. So Ben Yoezer is, uh, group one is Ben Yoezer and Yosef Ben Yochan. Ben Yoezer says, don't do smicha. Yosef Ben Yochan says, do smicha. Yeshua Ben Prachi Omer, Shalol Lismoch. Nitai Arbeli Omer, Lismoch. Yud Ben Tabai Omer, Shalol Lismoch. Shem Ben Shetach Omer, Lismoch. Shmaya Omer Lismoch, Avtali Omer Shalol Lismoch. So far, four groups where one person says do smicha, the other one says don't. Hillel Menachim, Lo Nechlaku. Hillel Menachim were the, the two partners, one was the Avbez and one was the Nasi, and they never argued. Yatsa Menachim, Nichnas Shamai. An unbelievable uh, replacement. Menachim went out and Shamai took his place. And that's how we got Hillel and Shamai. Shamai Omer Shalol Lismoch, Hillel Omer Lismoch. Shamai says not to do smicha, Hillel says to do smicha. It's interesting. Tos over here writes that the reason in all of Shas we say Shammai before we say Hillel is because our Mishnah has Shammai before Hillel. So every time you have Shammai you should, we should always have Shammai before Hillel. There's a reason for it in our Mishnah, he says, and therefore based on our Mishnah, we have it everywhere else that Shammai always comes before Hillel. It's just uh, the Gemara and Erevin seems to say otherwise. The Gemara and Erevin says that Basil is always Makdim and Divrei Beishamai Lidivrehem who's the Anivas of the Basil that they always put the Beishamai before. So it could be there's a difference between the Beishamai and the Basil versus the Shammai and Hillel. That our Mishnah specifically saying Shammai uh, Hazakein comes before Hillel, but the base Shammai, the base Hillel in Achinami, that's because of what the Gemara in uh, in, in Erevin says. Um, so uh, so Harishonim, the first member of each group, Hayu Nesim, were the Nesim, Ushnim Lehem Av Bezin. The second member of each group is the Av Bezin. But all these were groups of twos, they were Zugos, they were partners, where one was the Nasi, one was the Av Bezin. Tan Rabbanon, Shloshim Yizugos Harishonim Shomer Shlolismoch, Ushnayim Yizugos Achronim Shomer Lismoch. Three of 
the first uh, groups that are mentioned first in each group uh, s- said not to do smicha, and two of the zugas ha'achronim said uh, said to do smicha. The first of each group were the Nesim, the second of each group were the Av Beisdin, that's from Meir's opinion. That Yehuda ben Tabai was an Av Beisdin, Shem ben Shetach was a Nasi. So, Man Tanad Lahad, the Tanur Abanan, Amar of Yehuda ben Tabai, who's the, the author of the following Brisa? Meaning, we have a Machlokas who Yehuda ben Tabai was, what his position was. Was he an Av Beisdin or a Nasi? The following Brisa might shed light on that. Brisa comes from Masechus Makos. The Gemara Masechus Makos discusses killing Edom Zomman and how we're only allowed to kill Edom Zomman when you to make the entire group Edom Zomman. If you have a group of a hundred Edom that are all a single cast of Edos, you cannot kill any of them as Edom Zomman unless you're Mazim all 100 of them. The Bryce tells the story there, Am Rabbi de Ben Tabai, the Rabbi de Ben Tabai commented, Era bin Nechama, Im lo rakti eid zomim, if I, I would see in Nechama, if not for the fact, uh, I would see in Nechama over the, the, the way the Rishonim was sent, over the loss of my child, if not for the fact that I killed an eid zomim. Lahotzi mi liban shal tzedukim, and the reason I killed the eid zomim is to prove the tzedukim incorrect. Shahayuom remain eid zomim na raganachi yaharigan nidor. The tzedukim used to say that an eid zomim only gets killed if the person that the Eid Zomim testified against actually got killed. That it's uh, nefesh tachas nefesh. Only if they actually took a life do, do, do we take their lives. So I wanted to show that that's not so. That we hold kasher zomam velo kasher asa. That it's adra, but it's just the opposite. That it's only if they didn't kill the person yet. We make an Eid Zomim and we punish an Eid Zomim only if we catch the Eid Zomim in the very short window of time between the Gemar Din of the person they testified against and when we actually carry out the Gemar Din of the person that they testified against. It has to be in that window. Once we already carried out the punishment, we don't do Kasher Zomim anymore. We don't do to the Edom Zomim what they wanted to do to the, to the Nidon. So he says, so I killed someone to show the Tzdukim to, to, to demonstrate that the Tzdukim are wrong. That we're going to see he did the wrong thing by killing the Seid Zomim. That's why he was saying Arab and Chama. He did the wrong thing by killing the Eid Zomim. Fractosos, don't we have a concept throughout Shas that it, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't even bring a takala, doesn't cause anything negative to come about unwittingly, even through the behemoth of a tzaddik? Even a behemoth of a tzaddik is not going to wander into someone else's field and eat someone else's things or eat. eat uh, produce that's not doesn't have trumas and maestros taken from it. Even the behem of a tzaddik won't do something. So now a tzaddik is going to be nitsha like this. And why don't we ask such a kasha? So Tosa says very important. You saw he says it in a few places in Shas. That somehow isure achila are considered to be more impactful on a person's neshama than other types of isurim. There's this whole concept of timtum alev, and this idea that it's tzaddik is not going to be nichshal is specifically by isure achila. But other isurim in achinami tzaddikum will violate other isurim b'shogeg every once in a while. They'll make mistakes and they'll violate isurim. Hakadosh Baruch just doesn't bring a takala al yadam through isure achila. 
And with this, he explains a lot of other things. That even, even by Achila-related things, if it's kosher food, it's just something that it's uh, usher at a given time, that also tzaddik could be nichshalin. For example, the Gemara Mitzachim talks about Rabbi Yirmi Baraba that forgot and ate before Avdallah. Aye, that's Yisuri Achila? Nah, it's not Yisuri Achila. He ate kosher food. It's just not supposed to eat before Avdallah. And he ate before Avdallah. It's a timing issue. So anything that's a timing issue, tzaddik could be nichshal. Eating on Yom Kippur, a tzaddik could be nichshal. The food is kosher. It's just that he's eating it at the wrong time. Amal Hashem Ben Shedach. So Hashem Ben Shedach commented to Rabbi Ben Tabai. He said, you made a terrible mistake. Arab and Chachamim and Lo Shafach to Dam Naki. That you you spilled innocent blood. Shari Amru Chachamim. Ainid Mizom and Aragon Nachi Yizum Shneim. Another requirement of Eid Mizom is not only that it's Kasher Zom Lo Kasher Asa, but you can only make someone Eid Zom if you mazim both of them. If you if you if if you uh, you 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 impact you, you catch both of the Eidim together. Vei Lo Kanachi Yizum Shneim. You only give Eidim Zom in Malchus if you could be mazim both of them. Vei Mishal Mamanachi Yizum Shneim. You only make the Eidim Zom in Pei if you could be mazim both of them. How can you say you killed an Eid Zomim? I hope you killed either Eidim Zomimin or you killed nobody. You can't kill a single Eid Zomim. Yudah Bentavai was so shaken up by that that he was right away in Makabel that he was never going to pass in Halacha unless Shem Ben Shetach was present in order to catch him in any mistakes that he made. And throughout the rest of his life he would always go to the kever of that person that he killed. And they'd hear cries, they'd hear wailing coming from the kever. And everyone assumed that it was not the crying of Yudah Bentavai, it was the crying of the of of his victim when he would go there. Amalhem Koli, who he said to them, No, no, it's not. It's my voice. I'm the one that's crying there. And if you don't believe me, you'll see one day I'm gonna die and you're not gonna hear voices anymore. So is that's gonna be your raya that it's me crying, it's not the dead guy. That no, that's not a raya that it's not the dead guy. Maybe the dead guy's finally gonna be happy when you the is dead, and then he's not gonna he's not gonna cry anymore. Maybe they'll have a dintar up in Shemayim. Maybe Yudah ben Tavai will calm him down. Have, that's why he's not going to be crying anymore. It's not a raya. The writ of Masechus Malkus Dafei says, why would they assume he's lying? Meaning, he, he says, I'm the one that's crying. He's a tzaddik. He's someone who made a terrible mistake, but he's a tzaddik. Why would they assume that he's telling a lie when he says, so the Ritva says, no, this is just this is what Yeshiva Bachram do. That you say something and you say, I have a raya. They say, no, it's not a good raya. It's not that they don't believe him. They just have to question every raya. So, okay, it's not a good raya that that was, that that was him. But, uh, but, but it doesn't mean that it's not, that it's not true. So it could still, it could still be true. Uh, Tulsa says, why doesn't he give a better raya? He should should say, when I'm not in the cemetery, you don't hear any voices. So don't you know that it's me? So he said, that's not a good riot, because then they would say that, yeah, because he's only crying when he's agitated, that you're there, that you're right next to him. Oh, in the Olam Ames, you'll be right next to him. If he's not crying then, that maybe would be a better riot. If he's not crying when you're right next to him in the Olam Ames. Money, huh? So who's the author of this price that assumes that Yudah ben Tabai once did paskid in front of Shem ben Shatach? If Rebidu ben Tabai was a Nasi, a Nasi is allowed to pass in front of the Avbezin. Eliam Rabbanan da Amri Yehuda ben Tabai Avbezin Shum ben Shetach Nasi. But if Yehuda ben Tabai was only the Avbezin, Avbezin b'fnei Nasi mimara halacha is not Avbezin anyway allowed to pass in front of the Nasi. Why would he ever have passed in front of Shum ben Shetach? So lo, my kibel of the Carmel it's tarufe dafil tarufe lo mitzrifna. Now what it means to say is that it's not just that that he wouldn't pass in front of him. He wouldn't even pass in. Uh, he wouldn't even. 
even sit on a base din unless Shimon ben Shetach was there. That's what he was saying. He wouldn't even paskin without Shimon ben Shetach present at, at all. Yatsum Menachem Nichna Shammai. The Mishnah had mentioned that once Menachem gave up the job, Shammai came, came and took his place. And that's how we have the dynamic duo of Hillel and Shammai because Menachem retired. So who is this Menachem that retired? And where did he go? Lehechan Yatsa. Where did this Menachem go? Abai Yamar Yatsa Latarbas Ra. Abai says he went off the dark. He went Latarbas Ra. Rava Amar Yatsa Lavodas Hamelech. Rava says, no, he went to go serve the king. Tani Namiyachi Yatsa Menachem Lavodas Hamelech. We have a Brisa that says, like Rava, that he went to Avodas Hamelech. And he brought it along with him, 80 pairs of Talmidim wearing royal garb to go serve the king. person shouldn't think that an Isidraban is not a big deal because smicha, leaning on an animal in Yantav, is only a shvus, and yet we have five pairs of, of holy Tanayim that argue in a single Mishnah about the issue of smicha. So apparently it's a major topic of conversation. Pshita says, well, of course, shvus mitzvah No, even a shvus b'makom mitzvah, still we have uh, this machlok Hanami pshita. Yeah, that's also obvious. It's to tell us that what they're really arguing about is shvus. They're not arguing about whether there's a requirement of smicha on these karbanos. Because there is an opinion, Maseches Beitza, that the machlokus is really about smicha. That the one that says that you're not allowed to do smicha, it's not because that it's us to do with shvus. It's rather because they hold that shalmei chovah don't require any smicha. That smicha is only for shalmei nedava. So the the the, uh, the point we're trying to make is that there is a requirement of smicha. and the whole issue is about shvus. Kamash melon b'shvusu depligi. That's what comes to tell me that they're arguing, in fact, about whether about a shvus. They're not arguing about smicha in in, in general. And we see from here that smicha has to be b'kol kolcho. If you hold that you don't need smicha b'kol kolcho, what's the big deal? You could just do smicha. So it must be that we require smicha b'kol kolcho. Otherwise, uh, there wouldn't be an issue. There wouldn't even be a debate over here whether you should do smicha or not. Okay, so Bez Hashem will pick up with the Meisvei where we have the discussion about women doing smicha next time.